everybody. It's time again for the Mikey Now podcast. I'm Mikey. I'm Al. And I'm Nick. What's going on, everybody? I've heard that uh, Little Birdie might be joining us in a week or two. Yes. Yeah, but we're going to save that for the end. Oh. We'll save that. That's <laughs> suspenseful. But you know, one thing I do want to <clears throat> bring up, a little seed. which has been... <clears throat> at the forefront, I think a lot of people have already covered it, but I, I think our two cents means something as well. This guy, Oliver Anthony, have you heard of what's going on with that? It's like a big movement around this guy. Um, okay. Apparently, you know, he wrote this song, Richmond, North of Richmond, I believe. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the song. It really, really, I mean, it, it's, it's a great song. I'm a, not going to lie. Powerful song. It's a powerful song. Moving uh, the here's nation. A, here's a guy from Virginia. Um, he basically just put, uh, he's got a Gretsch Dobro. Uh-huh. Put together the song, put it on. <clears throat> the internet went viral. And holy shit, did it pop off. I mean, everybody, and it doesn't matter, you know, in what context you're in. They're just loving this song. And it, it, it really is a great song, but I'm just wondering, holy shit, what triggered it? I mean, the emotions from the context and the writing of the song, I think is phenomenal. But I, I it's like the movement that he created overnight is just unbelievable. Sometimes you're the right man for the time and place. Like a friend of mine really loves the song. Uh-huh. Like he's, he's like, he looks off and starts going into soliloquies about how passionate he is about it, how right. true it is and how much it means to him. Uh-huh. And I think it's a pretty good song, you know, but so you uh, have listened to it. You listen to it. Again. I, yeah, I have listened to okay. it. Yeah. I can see the appeal, you know, I but, can't and, and then my friend uh, started saying that it's kind of like Bob Dylan, you know, like when Bob Dylan was writing, you know, uh, right. the times they are changing or something. And then you're like, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're not sure. You're it's like, a good song. Don't go that yeah. yeah. But I think the people are craving something nowadays. So I'm, you know what I'm. I mean, he wrote something that's really passionate from the heart. Yep. And it and it really struck a lot of people, um, including myself. I think it is a great song. But yeah, I can understand that debate and it, over you know generational yeah. aspects of writing a great song absolutely I mean, right or, or one that that you know to everything turn 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 right right that's that's one of the biggest songs of the 60s t- uh, turn right is it right. It's the birds or birds well you yeah, know what then call- i think the turtles had uh might have been them instead i don't remember they're calling me and you oh that's you. yeah, yeah. That's, that's the turtles that's the turtles yeah. Oh. Imagine me and you well, the whole, I do. The whole thing I is they, they get the voice of the generation and they mm-hmm. bang they hit it Right on the head. This guy might have done it. You know, I think he made it. I think he. I think he actually did that. And I think people are craving for a new generational kind of a voice. And this guy wrote a passionate song, and he threw it out there, and it was basically stripped of anything. Uh There was no, you know, there's no studio behind you. There's no marketing executives. It's just him being Rob, being himself. It caught fire on its own. It caught fire on its own. So it got promotion and blew up viral on its own merit. Yeah, all he did was put it out there, and it just went big. It tells you yeah. how much nowadays you don't really need, you know, the, all the music in terms of the the. Uh, I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is um, all those executives out there, or, or or labels and all that. As a matter of fact, this guy. Um, 
He's got to have some good material and some heart. That's it. John but, uh, Rich. Um, you know, he's a big Nashville guy and whatnot. And big and rich. Big and rich. Big and rich. And he seemed, I mean, he's, you know, he's all-American kind of a guy. Yeah. You know, he really is. So uh, I watch a couple of um, um, interviews with him, and he basically said this guy, you know, he, he he's, he's sort of sparked, uh, I don't want to call it a movement, but he sparked what everybody was feeling and um, it just caught fire. And um, yeah, a lot like crazy. Bronson and Death Wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, <laughs> you just went. Yeah, no, I mean, you just what, went no, left. No. I was going right. You're like, no, okay. just, that's the beauty of the song. You I just can go watched left. the documentary on Charles Bronson, and that, that was his feeling about the movie. I don't feel that way about Death Wish. <laughs> but go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, but you yeah. just hit me with. I mean, it was like a, it was yeah, a left punch. Yeah. You hit Charles Brown. I was talking to yeah. Oliver Anthony, but um, you know, here's this guy. Uh, he's probably. I think he's in his early thirties. Okay, doesn't have much, uh, according to him. You know, I mean, he's just a, a farmer kind of guy. Put together the song. So he's not um, selling isotoners yet, or like you know, hey, not, you know, get you yourself. Know. You know, he's get the uh, the nice cooler now. What is that? The uh, the Yetis and shit. Well, you know, that's what John Rich was saying. I like um, Yetis. He's not, saying that people, you know, are Coors Taunt Concert Series, beating down. You know, be there. I know, but or I'm not getting square. paid shit for this. You know, I'm getting paid in beer, but and, and also Bud Light. Krugerrand or something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crypto exactly. coin. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? And from what I understand or what I'm reading is now these labels and these, you know, executives are beating down his fucking door trying to get to him yep. because sure. he's on fire right now. And from what I understand, there was, uh, he had mentioned, I think he put it out himself. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he got offered or there was like an $8 million kind of, um, you know, opportunity for him. And he said no. Well, good, and, um, wow, good for him. Like, you know, I'm like that, too. Good for you. And also, Nashville is controlled by a very small amount of people, mm-hmm. like the, the, the popular yep. country music scene. So this guy's kind of like bursting that whole th- bubble, I think, for, for them. And then I think just all the power hemorrhages and, you know, next thing you know, people are just popping up out of the Internet making these great songs, hopefully. Oh, well, that you know, I, I think that yeah. that probably is 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 going to go that way, which leads you to wonder what's going to happen with these labels and whatnot. But then I also question, okay, this guy, you know, you always have your ten minutes of fame, unless he, yeah, writes another song like that, or I, I don't know, you know, sometimes when a flame is so hot initially, yeah. it, it it can die out. Yeah, and then it, everything else pales in comparison. Right, and I can't, again, I think the guy's very talented. Honestly, if the, if the guy's well-meaning, right, I right. think he'll parlay this into some type of movement that's well-meaning enough where I think his, uh, what do you call it, uh, whether or not he's got any integrity, Yeah, I think it'll carry him through. If it doesn't, he's going to show up on a Budweiser commercial. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah exactly, whenever exactly. They, whenever they regain balance, or exactly. a Bud Light commercial. Yeah, because you wonder <laughs> now. Now here, here's the question: Do you cash in? Do you say, you know what? Okay, um, I got an opportunity. I mean, from what I understand, this guy doesn't have a. You know, he doesn't have a lot. According no. to him, you, you know, he's got. He lives on a little farm and got a couple of dogs, and he wrote this song. So when you got somebody throwing eight million dollars in your face. And you yeah. say no, hmm. Do you, I mean, 
do you regret that? Let's say a year or two down the road when, yeah. when, when, because you know how yeah, fickle. Somehow like those people that you just screwed, right? have turned against you and they've gotten everybody else to turn against you. And right. now you're a pariah and you wish you had that $8 million to go live in a cave somewhere. Either yep. that, or, you know, we're just fickle. I mean, I hope that. So we're, you know, what is, what is great today? <laughs> a little sinister, but it happens. But right? it happens all the time. So what is great today? Yeah. You know, what people are just so in line with today. Lance change. Armstrong. Exactly. Boom. Boom. Right. So it could change yeah. a year from now or it could change, you know, 10 months from now. So do you strike when the iron's hot? If he doesn't, I respect that. That's that's big integrity he, on his part, yeah. because what he's saying is he's doing it because of mental awareness. He had, you know, he was depressed and and all that. And I believe him one hundred percent. I believe his story one hundred percent. But when everybody's throwing money at you like that, it's really really hard. To, uh, I'm assuming that you know to, to to hold on to your beliefs, you know, when you're. Oh yeah. You know, I, so I, yeah, I didn't even get offered that much, and I I. Must have lost more I than, sold out more than fifty one percent of my beliefs. I tell you, um, <laughs> I sold my soul for a lot less. Abandoning all, all, I, uh, all goodness in myself. The way that it was explained to me uh, by a person who was big in the music industry when he when he came over to Paul's uh, when I was working there was that they buy these artists that are hit that become hits and then yeah. they keep them on a shelf until the perfect time to use them. And once the artist is purchased, he never has the rights to that music again unless he gets big enough mm. and then years down the road gets to buy his own music back. But he has no control over when or how or where. He can't even do mute. You can't even do YouTube music because yeah. anything that he, he they signed the contract for 12 new songs. And if he makes a song on YouTube, he can't just say that's not part of the 12 they own new the songs. Property. Yeah. Yep. They own Some the property. They own the person. The but as, as this guy's saying it, he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be. A musician, he doesn't. He never thought he'd get hits, and and with the th millions of views that he's getting on YouTube, he's getting ad revenue from that. You know, he's gonna be. He's, he'll have money from that. He's also, Kickstarter, brand new inflatable furniture. Well, yeah, whatever exactly. he needs. He's living in a trailer, he said on his Facebook post. He's going to have a new trailer and you know? a truck. That's for goddamn sure. Um, so Something about that sounds cliche, though. Uh, yeah, but then again, there's miles and miles of that. That's country. Where is he from? He's from Virginia. Virginia? Yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh, he's a uh, Richmond. He's... he's. I don't yeah. know um, right, what part of Virginia. You know, he's... I think... He, West early Virginia. 30s. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... Yeah, the he, people in left... Wef, sorry. In West Virginia. West Virginia were, like, rolling their eyes at the guy. Flat <laughs> yeah, no, like like You don't know Virginia. what tough is. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> you know, They've so. had it horrible. Yeah, I know. People oh. in Georgia. But Georgia. I, I, I hope the guy stays... That's that place right there, right? Next well, to Virginia? <laughs> I think so. I hope the guy stays independent, stays true to himself. Because you know what? I think nowadays in, in, in music, a lot of people are creatively uh, able to, you know, with so many different um, venues, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. If they put something really good together, they can put it out there and they don't need a label no. and i think the labels are scared of shit because they're realizing that too and i've spoken to people too in the music industry and they they said from a label perspective you're not really making a lot of money where you make a lot of money is you're touring yeah touring you're selling merchandise i mean we all make it in merchandise even the big bands yeah. yeah i mean you and i know of a band in europe yep. and i know them very well um <laughs> I mean, Fryville, mm -hmm. and and they they've already said. I mean, they make their money from from you know 
predominantly um, the touring and the uh, sale of merchandise. Yeah. So I'm hoping this guy, um, you know, just sticks to his own. And and but it's hard when everybody's coming at you with that kind of money. I mean, that's tough. You know. Yeah. What would you do? Somebody say, you know what? Here's an eight million dollar check. Would you take it? Oof. I'd love to say no. <laughs> Me too, but I probably I'd be like, okay, right? What do I gonna do? Sell myself on the streets? I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to though. Yeah, <laughs> and they get they get pretty rough on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're sell, when you're selling yourself on the street. Well, you know what? Is if this guy's keeping to his own, God bless him to be able to do that. I think that's yeah. awesome. I, I think that really um, people are gonna use that song. People that are already Richmond, north of Richmond, yeah. you know, the leaning the far right, because that's where this song is hitting, is that far right, is that far right populace yeah. uh, with these general conservative ideals. I think the people that are already rich men north of Richmond are going to use it as a blanket of sorts, as you know, to be like, oh, I believe in all these song things, even people who might have been mentioned in the song as... You know. Yeah, nobody ever sees himself yeah, as the villain. What? And he, they can turn it. I right? think the guy the stated, story. though, he's not really political. I mean, he's apolitical. He's not, he's but not, the song is. He's not conservative. He's not Democrat. He's basically stating his... He's a poor you know, guy who's had it. Yeah. I think once you can make Barbie political, you know, yeah. children's toy, you can make anything political. And once it's out there, it's out there to be used and abused and bastardized by everybody, which is the sad part of most art. Damn. Well, you know what? I think, I wonder when we got to that point, because I can remember a time in our lives yeah. when music was not that damn um, political, right? I mean, it was... At all. No, it was. I mean, let's say in the it 60s was, and nobody, 70s. Nobody then, listened to musicians. Right. But I mean, back in the 60s and 70s, we had, you know, the, the time when it was the uh, Vietnam War, and, the, you know, yeah. there was a pol political backlash, and then you had the Bob Dylans... Yeah, the um, Creedence Clearwaters. You had everybody coming out with just great songs in, 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 in terms of, you know, freedom and all that yeah. aspect, correct? Oh, yeah. And then we went into, what, the 80s and 90s. And then yeah. it, it didn't seem so political, right? Songs are being written about no. just everything under the sun, love. And, yeah. And you had different groups that uh, were apolitical. Or, or, or what are your thoughts on that? Am I, am 80s, I, am I, think, I not yeah, am I correct or am I washed over? 80s was washed over by neon, cocaine, and one-hit wonders. And mm, quaaludes. A lot of good stuff to dance to. You a lot know of what I mean? A lot of money being made. Had the, yeah. I don't know if that had an impact, but that's what I associate the 80s with. I love the 80s. A lot of the hair bands, right? Yep. Hair metal, whatnot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those came into, uh, you had all your Motley Crues, your Poisons, yeah. your, all these guys just having a great time. You know what? It was just Rock balls out, out hair, um, wow. women and But and I'm also cocaine. thinking like the uh-huhs, you know, and like uh, uh, Flock of Seagulls, that early mid-80s stuff. About, I kind of, I, I like that more these days. What about uh-huh? Back in the day, you know, I, I liked the hair band stuff way more. Yeah. Because they yeah, were yeah. cool dudes, you know. Well, uh-huh made a comeback. That one song that they had. Um, Take On Me. Yeah, Take On Me. That came, that came. 85, yeah. Pretty, pretty hard back. That, not. Maybe a year or two ago, that's my son was listening to that. I was like, really? I was walking by his gym. He's listening. Take on me. I was like, holy shit. That's my favorite 80s song. It's a great song. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you remember that video? I still remember the video. Great the video. black and white cartoon. Yeah, and then he walks into color. yeah. It's crazy. I forget how they did that. But there's some really cool technology behind that. It really, yeah. Especially for an eighties video. Eighties video. That's yeah, they were what all blew shit. my mind when I was twelve. Yeah. Or 11 they're all like staircases, hard yeah. lit, with like you know guys leaning back and forth. Yep. And yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. The um, the Rick Astley. The Rick Astley. Yeah. Yeah. The Rick Astley. Yeah. What's that one? Never gonna give you up. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a big one. But that was just fun times. Those songs were just, they they didn't really mean much in terms of, I mean, they didn't, they didn't mean say shit. Much. Yeah, nobody said shit. anything political in the in the 80s. They didn't. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe, no. No, because punk rock from Britain uh, came out in the 70s. Right. And that was saying something. I think they were pissed off against the, the gotcha. government in the Great. old ways. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, but I don't think we were saying anything here in now, the I think 70s. I, that's, that tells you that I think things were doing, uh, people were doing okay in the 80s because they didn't have nothing to bitch about. Well, no. So it was just like, you know what? Sex, drugs, and drugs, and rock and roll. They were just having a great time. Even in the 90s, you know, and then you had the 90s. And the 90s became more, I don't know, synthesized, possibly. Wasn't it Al Gore, know? though? Al Gore's wife that did the whole against rock and roll thing? And with the, and the reason that we have labeling standards today for Oh, the songs? parental. Was that the 80s or not? I don't know. It was 90s. So. I oh, think that okay. was NWA who came out, maybe, well, possibly. That, yeah, I think they were the first to get the label. Yeah. Get, get, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, parental uh, whatever. And you was that no, one? It was the one it for sex. Been. I'm not really sure. She but, was a, specifically. It was a female artist who made a song uh, that about sex, about oh. having sex. Oh. NWA may have been a big part of that controversy because they were NWA. Yeah, well, first fuck person her anyway. We should talk she, about that at a different point. Yeah, though. that's who when. Yeah, the nineties were all. Nineties were all the all the songs were all about like oh, it's all about me and my pain and everything, and it would also be like oh, sex. Yeah, yeah, sex, 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 bomb, sex, bomb. Sex. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you like having yeah. sex? It's <laughs> like bomb, your bomb. Job. It's no. true though. The it's true. Yeah, one said Fred. You know, well, that's what it was. The eighties and nineties were the. I mean, people are still having. Six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. You know, yeah. and I was like, oh, forget six. it. I don't want to say six. No, you six. know, you're gonna chubby at the uh, the dances. You know, like the firehouse dances. <laughs> oh, they're playing this music. You're dancing. You know, and you're like, jeez. <laughs> Listen, when you can wonder why you're. You know, aside from you know, it's true. When you can put a song out that says, "I'm so sexy for my cat" or some I'm shit. So yeah. sexy for my. Remember that? Yeah. And that shit goes fucking ballistic. It Bang. tells you the integrity of the writing back then. They didn't give yeah. a fuck. They it's just all about they were just smearing you with sex <laughs> in 90210. <laughs> 90210. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. Hey, so yeah, true. man. It was like, you know, really. And and then Europe, you know, not not to, not to compare or anything, but we're comparing. Um, <laughs> in Europe, they don't look at sex the same way. They don't. They just look at it like it's a part of life. It's open and free. Right, they just yeah. and then here they sell the shit out of it, man. They oh, make it forbidden. They sell yeah. the shit out of it. and They make it really hard to get over there past ten o'clock. At I least mean, for me, <laughs> it's like the drug trade, man. <laughs> past ten o'clock over there on on TVs, you'll uh, see. Um, it's funny because you'll pop up, and you know, you, I can remember being at my at my grandmother's house, my oma, and past ten o'clock, you'll put on the TV, and then there'll be like uh, there'll be ads coming up on the TV. Um, Oh, if you want to have a and they'd have all these, you know, you know, girls naked and shit and like brothels. Call us at three four four, and it's yeah, you're talking just, about boobs exposed. Everything over there. I can remember it's doing that. Score back in those days. That one eight hundred sex line. I used to go to 
one one of the things that tripped me out is I used to go there were sex to sex lines, um, right? Not not, yeah, not, not hooker services, lines. right? Just sex lines. Yeah. Over there, sex is looked at completely differently. Over there, I mean, it's just very much open. There are hooker services there, though. Of course, when I was there brothels. in 2016, there was ads on billboards for. Not well, hookers, it's, it's, but for it's, women, and it was very obvious what it's the... It's legal over there. Yeah. What is it? Re- regulated prostitution. It's it regulated prostitution. And it works. Is there a cleaner there. word for it? No, that's it. That's no, it, that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. I mean, they have legal. to be... They, they pay taxes on it. They get paid. They have to be checked. I mean, it is what it is, but it's yeah. just a different concept than our view over here. It's the reason yeah. that people get to go to school for free. It's a, pe- huh. it's a reason why people go to Amsterdam all the time, because of the red light, red light district. Um it's basically just a street, and you Me walk too. down the street. I went there. I didn't go to. So I mean, not. I walked through and I looked. I, I brown. <laughs> no, but I had a girlfriend. I did. And I swear to God, I was being true to the. To, but to am my I girlfriend. right? How Amsterdam is? You go down yeah. the streets, and what do the girls do? They're sitting in windows. They're in windows, and yeah. you know, it's they, actually now I'm getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I was a drunk, it was like, oh wow, <laughs> Ooh, la, la. Oh, but man, gosh darn. Yeah, but you Kinda know what? Feel- that's that. That's what they do. That's what they do. And there's yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It's just technically a different culture. Different culture. What we think is taboo over here, they don't think it's taboo, and uh, vice versa. Yeah, you know. So I don't know who's wrong or right. Who knows? Um, the shadow knows. <laughs> no. Yeah. I Nobody, guess I guess. Yeah. Well, well, it depends on which side of the pond you're on. Exactly. Right. But I will tell you, Amsterdam was off the hook. Though. I mean, Amsterdam was great. Did you um, did you partake in the cafe or I did not. coffee shops? Coffee shops, yes. Ca- yeah, with the smoke? Salty Dog, I believe, is one, uh, mm. one of the uh, avenues that we went to. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, Amsterdam is... A, 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 you got um, uh, Madame... Two sows, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah, um, just a great, great time. Um, but Europe in general is just a. I mean, we've been there many a times together, and yeah, and we've always not. I mean, I don't recall us not having a good time over there with you hookers. No hookers. <laughs> no hookers. No hookers. But no. lovely people. Just lovely people. So I was also. Um, I think I was looking. Uh, I was looking through Facebook, and I I caught upon. Um, the old man, um, senior, uh, I think it was Joan and senior. They're out on on a boat doing some scuba diving. He looked, oh. I mean, he was all geared up. He 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 looked fit. <laughs> he looked like he was looking out, you know, in the fucking distance. And Joan was getting her outfit on. But um, I was like, wow, that's so fucking. I th- I thought that was so cool that he's doing that at at this point. But then wow. you would mention that he'd already done some scuba diving in the past. He did. Yeah, he uh, Great Barrier Reef. Really? Yeah. Over right. in Australia. We went down, right? And uh, I think he made it halfway, and he's claustrophobic. Had a panic attack. Came back up. Right back up. You know what? I can understand that, though. Got the bends. Really? Yeah. How far was he down? 600 feet. 600 feet? No, I'm just kidding. No, I was going to say, <laughs> what the fuck? He made it, I think, like 30 Come. feet, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Coming soon, the Meg uh, with the so Paul he, Yeah, so I think he, it's good he's overcoming that. We we went a shark take tank together, too, uh-huh. to feed mm-hmm. sharks, but um, that wasn't, like, really diving. That's, like, 10, 15 feet down, you know. Well, you know. So that's good for him, man. He's getting in there. And then he's, he's that was 15, 16 years ago. 
And he's and he's 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 doing it again. Yeah, I think that's great. Seventy four now. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. awesome. How many people were seventy four going out there learning how to, or or at least revisiting it? Because I've been, um, I got um, certified to scuba dive in the Dominican, uh, Dominican when I went there oh, many really? years ago. I never went scuba diving again. It was the worst experience ever. Why? Because what you're saying is correct. If he is in any way, shape, or form, yeah. claustrophobic. You know, it's one thing when you're in a pool and you're down, you know, two feet and something goes wrong, you can jump up and you're out of the water and you can breathe. But the further you go down, your mind starts going, what the fuck? I'm 30 feet down, 40 feet down. Something goes down. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. Yeah. It really is. So for him to be able to do that, or if he did that, yeah, meaning actually went down there, because I only saw the pictures of, uh, of him on the boat, but I'm assuming they were... Doing some kind of scuba diving. I think that's excellent, man. I really do. You mentioned something about going down with sharks, you know, in a, in a cage. Uh-huh. I thought that took some balls. Like out, in the, you know, out in the ocean. I'd we went into a tank with them, you know, but in uh-huh. the cage, you know, where the great white's going around. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, that's too much like Jaws, I think. I'd have <laughs> You've seen attack. shit happen when the, ca- when the sharks go into the cage. Yep, they do. Or they go through that, you know. Uh, yeah, they fuck it up like in Jaws. Exactly. Really? They get tangled up? Because yeah. it's only aluminum, right? I think so. I just saw a video. Why um, don't they improve that cage? By the way? <laughs> exactly. That's part. It's the same, it's the so a lot of these end up. 1972. A lot of these end up being unsanctioned, illegal tourist things where people uh, will be like, "Hey, you can do the cave, the cage diving that such and such is allowing you to do, or you can do my cage diving for a lot less money, uh, and it's a lot less regulated, and the cages are not up to par with what those people are using." I sub, saw a video. Substandard. They're in the ocean. And they're pulling the cage up, pulling the cage up, and a shark's in there thrashing about wildly, and they're just trying to get him out of the cage. And eventually they get the shark out of the cage, and then a couple, uh, probably 30 seconds later, you see the diver in st- emerge from the cage. You know? It's crazy. I mean, could you imagine being in there with a shark that's going crazy? Hell oh, no. Because it just made its Not way into the cage. Oh, yeah. God. Not at all. And I, I will tell you, don't ever get scuba uh, certified. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> out, of, out of country, because yeah, yeah. I was like on a, um, I was in the Dominican. It was like one of those, you know, six day resort kind of things. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it'd be cool to get uh, certified. I think it was like $300 or whatever. So I, I pay, they take me in the pool mm-hmm. and I'm swimming around the pool for like, you know, a few hours and, and they're trying to show me the mask and all this shit. And then later that day, we go out, um, and I'm telling you, the, the guy who was trying to certify us, uh-huh. he, was a, he was a guy from the U.K., drunk as fuck. He was fucked up. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah, like tequila drunk. Oh, just all, tequila all drunk, beer. having a great time. He's like, don't worry about a thing. So we, <laughs> we go out there, and then we go 50 feet down, uh-huh. and then we have to sit down on our knees at the bottom of the floor. And I'm, right now, I'm already... You know, showing the sign to go up because I'm fucking I, the claustrophobia, which you had mentioned, sure. already kicked in. Then you got to take off your mask and blow it out and put it back in. Once I did that, I sucked some water up. Oh, oh geez. It was the worst experience in the world. Oh, boy. And then I, I, I he, he got me up finally, and like I'm 50 feet down. I was like, fuck this. I want to beat him like a drum. He was like, don't worry about it, mate. I was like, all right, don't worry about it. It's my life that you're fucking with, not yours. Um, So I can understand what your father feels in terms of being claustrophobic down there. It's just crazy. How did you feel, though, when you were in there? I did it in a pool 
Uh, neighbor had some scuba gear. So before I left for the trip, I'd, I I spent a few hours in the pool. Okay. Uh, after the experience, I puked. You did? Yeah, from being underwater. I was mm-hmm. I, maybe, I don't know. I might have been on something. But um, by the time I got there, though, when I was ready to go down, I was fine. You were so, down? Yeah, okay. I made it to the bottom. I was okay. But it is freaky deaky, man. It is. And, and I you mean, start losing light from the surface, and you're going yeah. further down than you've ever gone before. Your ears keep popping. You're looking over at the guy. Okay, yeah. I never did it again. I want to. I want to overcome that fear, but I mean, I it just it was it was like from 1 to 100. There was no, you know, let's speed up to 20, 30, 40, and 50. It was just 1 to 100 in terms of what was done in that one day. Did you see anything down there that you enjoyed that you could take back with you or just paying attention to choking? I I was paying attention. (laughs) I couldn't see shit. I want to get the fuck up out of there so bad. And then I couldn't couldn't handle, you know, you got those flotation things. You got to... You got to pump them up when you're on the water. I forgot to do that, so I sank right fucking down. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta, they got to get your buoyancy. The buoyancy, proper and yes. Let out, and yes. Then you, you let out, no, yeah. And then you boom, fl- inflate. I jumped in the water and I had no buoyancy on. I was like, uh, boom, started going right down. I was like, holy shit. And they're like, do your fucking buoyancy, asshole. I was like, okay. So I don't know. I just, um, I think it's scary how you, if you hold your breath and you make that mistake and then all of a sudden you die because of a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Coming up the um, that air bubble that gets stuck inside of your Emble- embolism, yeah, embolism or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying to me. Yeah. You can die whether you're my age, your age, twelve. I mean, it's terrifying. You know, it amazes me. Like you see these free divers. Have you mm-hmm. seen that shit happen? These people who just go down there with one breath and they're down like two minutes or something. Two minutes. They're down like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Some of them. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know it was possible either. But they've trained themselves to a capacity. They can literally go down and free dive to a um, a descent. And they always they always die. <laughs> they always fucking die. Yeah, they wind and up I, dying. It's, it's like not even base funny. But no, yes, it, yeah, exactly. Not, because you, you, you it's continue. It's not funny at all, Al. You continue fucking but, pushing the envelope yep. until... It's like you people get too comfortable with it, or you have, yeah. then you have an off day. And when you base jump or you go uh, free diving like that, um, it's dead. not even funny. But they everybody when you're in something to that effect, yeah. you're going to continue pu- pushing the envelope until you, you can't do it anymore because that's basically what it's about. There was a guy also, you know, one of these guys who who climbed these. Um, oh, is it for competition, <laughs> or or is it for like going to gather clams and shit? <laughs> You know what I mean? Is it like yeah. something people do for fun, the, the free diving? Or, or I think the free diving is more competition related. It is. Oh, um, okay. So they're dying in competition? Uh, well, yeah. A lot of them, I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't make it back up. It's go. horrible. Oh. But, and then your family's on the dock. Like, uh, and then they, nobody can wonder why you went. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so he drowned. How'd he drown? Oh, well, it was horrible. Uh, yeah. He was trying to hold his breath longer than anybody in human, <laughs> yeah. human oh history. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like Is this being unempathetic. No, or, but that's like. Then people like Tom Cruise do it for Hollywood movies and get paid millions. Yeah, of dollars, but come so. on, come on. Let's not, let's not. Okay. I respect what Tom Cruise does 100% because he's actually. Doing a lot of his own um, stunts, stunts himself, and they're yeah, not. not tell me, there's no tremendous star, dude. They're not, not yeah. dangerous, though. <laughs> tell me, there's not a fucking. There's not thirty person medical crew around. There and is. All that kind of stuff. I mean, and there is at these competitions yeah. too. Or David Blaine, mm-hmm. right? It's David Blaine, like, I think, claims to have held his breath for like seventeen years. Yeah, he, 
17. <laughs> he's still holding while, it. While he's still holding it. He's yeah. still holding he's his breath. He's his hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his he always dick is levitating, me. so it's actually just wee. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, on, uh, 20, on really? TV or something. I tell you what. 20 the, minutes? Of air without No air. I'll tell you what the craziest shit that I see, and it actually makes me fucking sick, is when I watch and I see these uh, Facebook um, videos, Mike, mm-hmm. and they're these guys who basically are free. Uh, Climbers? They, they, they climb these yeah. structures free of any oh. kind of harnesses yeah. whatsoever, and they're like literally like, the Empire State Building, or even higher. I know up. Yeah. one specific guy you're talking oh about. He's gone God. viral. He's a guy named Harold Lloyd. Hmm. One just died. I can't remember. Yeah, his they name. die all the time. Look That's up Harold Lloyd. Face safety last. It's jeez. That's tell funny. me you're That's not going to push. That's terrible. It's a hundred years ago. Oh, that was the guy great. who made a movie doing it. Really, a hundred years ago. Yeah, it's really funny. Ugh. Funny. But yeah. <coughs> but then, but the, the the stunts that they did back. In Buster Keaton's time, mm. you know the the car falling apart underneath him. That was yeah. a real thing. They just they designed the car in such a way that it would fall apart. Or him catching onto a train. Still you know, dangerous. It's the, these are real stunts. These are things yeah. they actually did. Him yeah. diving through a window and into like a circle that has women's clothing, and he mm-hmm. dives into it, and he, all of a sudden he's dressed like a woman to get away from people. Yeah, it's great. These are great. You these know, they based stunts. a lot of Looney Tunes on, on those guys. Yeah, because these stunts yeah. were ridiculous. Yeah. I looked up one time. But they did them. They amazing. did those, Or, yeah. or Buster great. had, like, you know, a 3,000-pound piece of, you know, set, which is, like, the front of a building. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fall down, and just the window opening he was lined up on. Right. So it had to be, like, perfect so it didn't crush and kill him. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the facade fell. of an entire yeah. house fell on him, and he, he was literally standing there. Yeah. You know, that's balls. I I looked up um, the first because I I used to wonder about parachutes, how that shit developed, and the first guy who um, who was trying to you know develop that, and I think it was a guy from Paris, and it's still on YouTube. You can see it, and there was a whole crowd of spectacle that got together, and this guy jumped off. I think it was in France, uh, and he had these. It looked like wings, and it was made of wood, and then you had the canvas, and you know. There's like a whole congregation of people, and he's like on this big tower, and he's making his debut because he thought he was going. He was he's going, like r- ripping off uh, a Da Vinci. <laughs> yeah, he thought he was going <laughs> to sail down and float, uh-huh. and it's the worst fucking thing in the world to see because he literally jumps off, falls, <laughs> and nose dies like, right in the fucking right in the uh, ground uh, in front of thousands of people, and he's dead. And um. I'm like, holy shit! You didn't get that one right. No, you know there's mean? a bunch you of you miscalculated yeah, that one. Instead of a big celebration. Oh know, my god! Just, there's it videos was the of people just falling and dying on online, and these are just way too common. I think the only way to get rid of that is to stop giving these people views. And the second you see somebody hanging over a cliff or anything, just swipe past it. Yeah, well, nobody's going to do that because just it's, like it. it's just like anything else. You drive by a car wreck, you cannot, you cannot you can't not look look stop. To not see it, Generally, or at least see what's going on. It's that curiosity <laughs> factor. I mean, yeah. it really is. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I think regardless. it's fucking the morbidity. Disgusting. Yeah, you want to yeah. see if somebody died. You don't yeah. really want to see somebody dead, but you want to see. It's like the new public hanging. It is. That used to be That used to be huge. Right? Back in what? The 1970 was the last uh, official public hanging? Really? Or the last official execution <laughs> using the electric chair or a, oh, a guillotine. The guillotine. Right, the last time they chopped somebody's head was back in the seventies. It wasn't public though. The last public one was in the thirties or so. Okay. In America, at least. 
Oh, I was going to say, I what, thought what that shit goes on. Private? Oh. Yeah, what are they doing in private oh, for 40 all years? All over the world, but now, not now here. Now they do the, um, what's what that? Now oh. they do the, what do you call it? Lethal oh, injection. Public executions are still something that happened, I believe, in um, North Korea, Saudi Arabia, and one other country. Okay. I thought you meant here. Here. And here, the last one, Was. I don't know, 30s, I think. So a lot of the comments online, I mean, we've seen a lot of posts, um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the, uh, people listening to the show and thank everybody for, you know, tuning in. Thank you um, for the support, definitely. Yeah, thank you for the support, 100%. Um, are interested about, obviously, the OCC cast, um, you know, some of the main players in the cast, um, whether it be Evan, and we got Vinny, yeah. uh, Chris, whatnot, but um, Vinny, one surprise we can let out now we we sort of wanted to hear that we we reached out and um vin is kind enough to say you know next week um he's going to be part of the show so i'm really excited about that and um Ooh. if you can i'm not going to be on the show if he's on the show oh, no? you're going to be on the show God i think damn. he hates you're me he and i had a big falling out mm -hmm. did you not yet <laughs> But we'll make but sure to have it on here. the show, yeah. <laughs> you guys are like brothers, so. We are Vinny's a beaut. Vinny, yeah, Vinny, you know what? Uh, Vinny remembers a lot of uh, my experience with American Chopper. My experience, I say, is because right. uh, I was pretty wasted, and he, he was never too wasted. <laughs> He'd be like a moderate guy, you know? Right. So he remembers all kinds of things. He's so he could guy. probably tell you a ton of embarrassing things about me that I probably, you know, I don't remember <laughs> yeah. anything. Because well, every now and again, I'd be like, remember you were going through that store and you bought like $100 worth of ho-hos and, yeah. you know, you made the burrito <laughs> in the microwave and it exploded like a, a bomb burrito when I was drunk, you know? And this is like, you know, let it let it blow up or nuke down in yeah. the microwave and then leave after paying for it. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> you know like what, that. though? It's I think uh, he always seemed to be the, uh, he always seemed to be steady. You know, he was always, you know, even kill. Even yeah, he was kill, a rock. kind I, of a guy. I would have walked off a few cliffs without him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, I, it seems also he he was um he, he was Paul's uh, junior. He was Junior's go-to guy. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you know him and him and Junior had a um you know just a really really cool uh, relationship. Um, and that's how it came across, you know, in the show. If that um. I'm, I'm assuming that holds to life too. I oh yeah, that, yeah. They did. Yeah, they did. They had uh, really great uh, chemistry. Mm -hmm. As far as, uh, oh, Vin's a really great fabricator. He's, he's an, an unbelievable mechanic. You know, like that's right. his, that's his trade is being a mechanic. But he could fabricate really well as well. And I think uh, he and Paul knew each other for a long time, and they collaborated quite well for a while. I wonder. How, do you know how they? Um... <clears throat> How they actually, how they actually even cross paths, or how they even got together? I mean, were they lifelong friends, or um, did Vin basically, you know, come on to uh, OCC as a uh, as you know a fabricator once, or he, he how actually, did that time now? He actually came on to Paul. Okay, at a club. He came on to Paul. Mm -hmm. no. That's how like, he came hey, on. Come on, you're like he came. That's on what I was hearing. That's oh, what yeah, I heard. Yeah, like, okay. I heard that same exact thing. No, he yeah. and Paul. Yeah, they were real. They were good buddies, <laughs> man. I don't know if I should tell everybody this, but I'm going to tell everybody this. You Back when everybody smoked cigarettes, mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah, the two of them used to share hotel rooms before the show did very well. Yeah. Ooh. And like I'd be going by their room, they'd uh -oh. be playing video games, like <laughs> sitting there in their boxes with their shirts off, <laughs> yeah, smoking cigarettes, playing video games, you know, together. 
Post post right sex. Though. Yeah, they love to do that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. we're smoking. No, otherwise both no, of non smoking Keep in mind they're both married yeah. men with children. <laughs> happily, Na- now, happily. now, yeah. I think that's a good thing. You know what? <laughs> I think that chemistry builds from friendship. So I mean, uh, you know, if you can trust that person that you're working with, and vice versa, because obviously OCC is a dynamic environment. So you got to be really, you know, you got cameras focusing on you. You got everybody, uh, you know, pressure. wanting a piece of you. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of pressure. So if you have somebody that you can relate to, you got that damn Paul Senior breathing there you down go. your neck. You got Senior breathing down your fucking throat. Get oh, I, yeah, yeah. Get that bike down all the time. I got you. So right, think, but Vin was in, yeah, he was in the he's in the thick of it. He I really think that's was. awesome. And, and I, uh, yeah, a real a real friend at the time. I came on to telling him um I met him I think once or <laughs> twice. I don't know Vin, but I'm looking forward to just having a discussion with him. I think that's great because I mean he always just seemed like a just a genuine guy. Yep. Um he's got a, he's an honest mechanic. Yeah. Owns uh DiMartino Motorsports. Automotive right? and, and that's, he, he does something now with um you had mentioned, I think he has some uh, coffee venture going on, too. And yep, he, he's going to bring that on and promote it. He's got like yes. a, a, a lower octane, 87 octane, and one 110 octane. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. For stronger What does coffee. that mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, so everybody meant, okay, so one's like kind of espresso, the other one's kind of like coffee. Is this shop. like the amount of caffeine that's within the coffee itself? Yes. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. He's got to teach us. I think that's yeah. awesome. So he's going to bring some. We're all going to drink it. Mm-hmm. Fun Absolutely. Fact. I'm going to give it a bad review. Here's a random fun no, fact. Caffeine do doesn't actually make you energetic. It doesn't give you energy. It deadens the point of your brain that says, I'm tired. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. I don't really give a works. fuck about that. So you need taurine. You need taurine for that. that <laughs> well, the other taurine. stuff. The other stuff that's in the, the C4 energy drinks or the Loco Mocos or whatever they call them. Mm. Well, what's coffee do... It uh, just we'll inhibits and inhibits the part of you that says I'm tired. The same way that the pills I take inhibit the part of don't you that say kill those people. Don't fuck coffee up for me too. Please don't yeah, do it. No, Jesus I want to think that I'm getting some jet fuel. I mean, you now know? I got to fucking you know think about I mean? coffee. I'm just thinking about coffee as caffeine, coffee beans, and let let's leave jet it at fuel. that. For yeah, all I know, this could be tired. I read this on yeah. the internet, so you know it's true. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's go back to my boy uh, Vin and. um just very happy that that, I mean, you know, I think that's great that he wants to come on and uh, um, get a little insight as to what, um, you know, what his view was. Uh, yeah, because he's definitely got a different take. Of course. Than myself, so. Uh, mm. Yeah, it might be a little grittier. You might get some dirt out of him. You know what? I doubt Whatever it, it may be, yeah. He's a happy man. Oh, yeah. He's a sweet, happy man. Probably got to get some some steaks here or something for him. Should we? What we he, he likes he likes to eat really well. Okay, we'll put out a platter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what we'll do. Maybe we'll cook with him on the table. Can we do like a hibachi thing here with him mm-hmm. while he's here? That would be great. He's a great cook. Right, because he's a good cook. Oh, really good cook. Yeah, so if he did like a hibachi on a hot plate, what if we did like two cheapo hot plates next to oh, each man, other? Problem is we couldn't talk to him much. Yeah, for a different... Well, uh, no. I mean... Yeah. We could we could shell that and have him do yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea for later. Absolutely. Right, well, yeah, I think I think I think I think the fans stop or anybody who's <laughs> you know what it could be fan <laughs> whoever is watching us. What I'm saying is I think they just Wait, you know they want to know the OCC. Um, That's good, yeah. I I think they'd probably want to know his perspective on um, his time with OCC, and I, I'm sure it's you know hey, uh, 
majority of it is positive. Yeah. Um, I hated it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's what they're looking for. Just some honest OCC insight. Bigger dude. So I'm 6'3", like 270 yeah. uh, How tall is he? Yeah, Vin's six foot. Yeah. He's just filled out. He used to be like a you know skinny what, kid. You know, now you know what I remember about like Vin? Kind of bulky. I can remember about Vin when you and your, uh, when, when, uh, when your pops and Junior are going at it. Yeah. I'd always see Vin just... He would be right there, sort of in the middle, like he didn't want to be. He wanted to step back. Oh he's yeah, like, yeah, because he's, he's all just... about getting work done, <laughs> yeah. and he sees no sense in the you know, acting anything like my family, <laughs> <laughs> which I always like. He about would just him. sit there, and you could tell his eyes are like fucking sitting at maybe you know looking at uh, trying to look left, right, whatever. And he's like, oh my god, it just seemed that way. Maybe I, I'm, I'm mistaken in in the way the context, and I was looking at it, but I could see. When your pops and Junior were going out, and Vin was just like, oh, fuck. You know, I've been in similar shoes, actually, where I did carpentry and uh, siding and roofing with a father-son team. Small Uh small business. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Curtis Brown. Right. Great guys. Bobby and Curtis. Shout out, Bobby. Bobby. (laughs) Shout out to Bobby and Curtis, man. And, uh, man, they would fucking go haywire on each other. (laughs) And you just sit there like, oh, oh. Uh, you can't. Uh, what do because, I do? You know do what? I work? Not work? No, don't grab any of that. Put that over there. If you fucking <laughs> tell him anything, tell him to piss off. That's great. Then you go over there. He's like, you know what? Did he say anything to you? And it's like, no. Yeah. And you just go back and forth. So you just go get, get coffee. All you're, right. you're getting Come back. They're best back buddies right. again. Exactly, they got their arms exactly. around each other. Like get the, the fuck up there and work. It's like oh, the I never thought about that because that's probably what happened. I'm sure he was getting... He was getting Hit from one side, hit from the other, and then he's in the middle. Yeah, and you got and I'm no, like, what the fuck? Yeah, you, you got can't nothing win. to say. Yeah, you're not even family. You got nothing to say. <laughs> exactly because yeah, you aren't. You aren't the father. You aren't the son. No, sir. You're a great friend, but you're still getting your cage rattled. You're still getting your yeah, cage rattled. Bad right. vibes. Exactly. But Bobby exactly. and Curtis weren't bad vibes. They were beautiful. Bobby. I don't and want Curtis. them to think that. They're beautiful yeah. people. So anyway, I think that oh, um, wrap it up. We're getting the we're getting the red light. It's we're getting the red light. But you know what? <laughs> we I'm, should have a red I'm light. I'm looking flashes. forward, uh, <laughs> and I hope everybody else is looking forward. <laughs> looking forward to have Vinny on last uh, next week, and um, yeah. just love to get some insight for him uh, from him. And um, <laughs> that's going to uh, that's going to be great, man. Cool, absolutely wonderful. Oh, uh, yes. we are sending the shirts out. Um, to the people that have won. Yes. Nick should have sent him out already, but he that's fucked on up. Me. You're right. And that's on him. And I'm going to blame him. <laughs> it's not but true. But it's <laughs> not true. But uh, they're going out this week. And um, thank you guys I'll so take much the for, uh, next time. Uh, for tuning in. We're going to have a lot more giveaways, a lot <laughs> more going obvious. on. And um, is anything else we got going? Well, let's just get what the we got? Get that Family out. Fun Day this Saturday at the Newburgh uh, Algonquin <laughs> Park. Is that um, is that a thing? Or are you making this up? I'm making this up. Okay. <laughs> it's Family Fun Day this Sunday at there. the Crack Alley in Newburgh, New York. Exactly. I'll be there smoking pot smoking on, on a on Cracker a, Barrel is when they put me bench. in a barrel. Okay. Oh, we are doing we're doing a uh, thing with Jet Set. That's on the uh, waterfront in Newburgh. Right. Uh, Mike and I, we <laughs> may have a little competition. We do a little uh, little our, cooking our competition. Handed. Mike and I love cooking, so. Um, Please, uh, uh, you know, look into that. And also with Vinny, um, if you guys have any questions that you want answered um, or anything of that nature, please put them in the comments because, you know, that's something that we're definitely going to look at. So if there's any questions in terms of the OCC uh, tenure and and, and what his thoughts are on on certain aspects 
um, you know, if the questions are appropriate, <laughs> we yeah. would love to ask him them. Yeah, and don't ask him. Ooh, I mean, you probably ask him a couple technical questions, but uh, nothing about wiring harnesses. Mm-hmm. I think he has some kind of PTSD from that. I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do the outro since I'm not, I'm going to get it right first time. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Mikey Now podcast. My name is Nick. This is Mike. This is Al. Uh, please comment below if you like our videos. Please subscribe to the channel. You can follow us on any social media at Mikey N Al Podcast. Thank you again. Goodbye. Thanks, guys.